Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome to the show. Well, it's not quite the celebration down Market Street. But I think Blues fans are pretty happy right now with what has taken place. The Blues and the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow night will be a great test. But before that, the Blues have won back-to-back games, and that's great. The Blues won yesterday 3-2. to two. We're going to get to our Blues breakdown in just a bit and hear from Coach Craig Berube in his postgame. I think that's what we want to hear is what Berube had to say after another win. And the Blues have won back-to-back games. They beat the Golden Knights. We have a one-hour show today because we have the Kansas City Chiefs on KMOX, the Chiefs have a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars at Arrowhead Stadium, and we'll have a noon kickoff for them right here, but an 11 o'clock pregame. So we're excited to bring you some NFL. We do carry not just the Chiefs, but we carry the NFL. We do Thursday night games, Monday night games, and today it's been a while since we had a noon game on a Sunday. Chiefs are kind of one of those late games. They've been sort of all over the map, and now we have them at noon. So that means a one-hour sports on a Sunday morning. Doesn't mean we won't pack things in. We do have Travis Ford in his usual slot at 10.30, the head basketball coach at St. Louis University. They won yesterday, 83-65 over Evansville. Nice effort by Evansville. Not the the greatest game for SLU, but they score 83. We'll hear what the coach has to say about scoring 91 in the first game, 83 in the second game, and how he feels about his defense, about his team overall. That's at 10.30. 10.45, Frank Viverito. The president of the St. Louis Sports Commission for just a little bit longer. He is the outgoing president. Mark Schreiber is taking over. But uh, we're making Frank work until the Musial Awards are over, which will be this Saturday. And Albert Pujols is the feature. He is the Lifetime Achievement Award winner and will be the prominent feature as we get that great celebration going on Saturday night at Stiefel Theater. And then it will air on Christmas Eve on CBS. 
CBS. It's the only nationally televised show out of St. Louis all year, and that is the Musial Awards at Stiefel Theater, and the St. Louis Sports Commission is behind that. Speaking of Albert Pujols, uh, he, as you know, has officially retired. So has Yadier Molina, so the Cardinals are shopping around, seeing what they can do via trade or free agency to add to those two positions. I really think that's where their focus is. One, who's going to be the catcher? Two, who is going to hit for them and uh, be that third bat in the order with Arenado and Goldschmidt? you, you got to have a third great bat. Is that player Tyler O'Neill? Do you trust that O'Neill is going to be healthy all year? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see an experienced, preferably left-handed bat if you can get it. Uh, in that order, and we'll see what they end up doing there. I mean, I think they believe that Nolan Gorman could be a great power hitter, and he has a special bat. I think we all see that. He does strike out a lot, but if he can crack down on those things. On the other side, as a right-handed bat, Juan Yepes is definitely capable of being a DH. Can he do it all season? Is it a part-time role? What is it? And would you rather have somebody experienced who can hit 20, 25 bombs. I would. Now, maybe that person is catcher. And the one catcher out there who can accomplish two things at once is Wilson Contreras. He could be a good, not Hall of Fame-type defense like Yadier Molina, but a good defender and a good hitter. I mean, it would be an upgrade offensively for the Cardinals at that position, no question, if they picked up Wilson Contreras. It's going to come at a cost. So keep an eye on the Cardinals. I mean, it's early. And I know that... They're going to look at the shortstop market, and everybody's going to fawn over Trey Turner and and all of these great shortstops that are out there. The problem is, folks, Tommy Edmonds, their shortstop, and Mason Wynn is coming. So it's going to have to be something spectacular that brings a great shortstop to this lineup. I mean, I'm I'm just managing your expectations. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I would not focus as much on that as I would Who's the catcher going to be? It's going to have to be a major upgrade over Kisner and Herrera and let them develop. And I would like to see somebody who can hit. I mean, Contreras would be totally fine with me. It's not my money to spend, but they have it. And they they can do that. And then the other thing is hitter. You know, who is that person? Is it a DH? Is it an outfielder? I liked, I'll just say this before I move on. I liked Ben Fredrickson's column today. I thought it was reasonable. Uh, He mentioned three names. Wilson Contreras, Brandon Nimmo, Justin Verlander as a starting pitcher to add to this rotation. I thought a reasonable take by Ben Fred. He didn't go crazy over the top with expectations, but those are three big names to pursue in free agency, and I thought he did a nice job. So I direct you to the post-dispatch if you want to check out Ben Fred's column. Anyway, real quick, some of the scores from yesterday. You've heard it. You've been hit over the head with it by now, but Tennessee dropped 66 on Mizzou yesterday. And... I tweeted that it was a bad decision by Josh Heupel in Tennessee to not take a knee at the end of the game. I'm not saying that, you know, Mizzou uh, should be treated with kid gloves. I mean, if you can't stop them, you know, try harder. Uh, But it's just like Tennessee could have avoided that entire conversation. Just take the knee and get out of there. Sometimes taking the knee is even... More of it, it's it's a classy way to go out, but it's like a mercy thing. Like, yep, you know, we've had enough with you. We're gonna we're gonna kneel and get out of here. I just thought that going throwing and going for the the jugular and then punching it in when you're already up by 35 points is just it's way too much. 
Uh, they could have avoided that whole situation. But anyway, they didn't. So now they're going to try to be number four in the college football playoff by dropping 66. Quick thought on Illinois, losing 31-24. Don't be discouraged if you're an Illinois fan. The foundation is there. Illinois is going to be good for a long time. In fact, I'd say they're a little ahead of schedule. Purdue's pretty good, and they're actually probably going to win the Big Ten West, to be honest with you, and they're going to go to the Big Ten Championship. They needed to win that, and they did. But I would not get discouraged about Illinois. They're going to be good for a while. LSU's knocked Alabama out of the playoff completely. They are thrilled down there. Oregon's out of the playoff. They lost to Washington. LSU beat Arkansas. Bama was already out before they even took the field against Ole Miss. And they did beat Ole Miss, but it doesn't matter. Top four, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU in the college football playoff. Do I think Tennessee will leapfrog TCU? I think it's possible they will. They were number one, dropped to five to my surprise. I thought they would stay in the top four. TCU is a very good football team. And as long as they handle their business, whether they're four or five, I think they will emerge. They just got to keep the pedal down and go undefeated. And it would be a shame if the Big 12 champion went undefeated and didn't get into the college football playoff. So like Cincinnati last year, just put your head down, handle your business. And when you look up and you're undefeated, you should be there. You should be there because Ohio State's got to play Michigan still. Uh, Georgia probably won't lose or lose a spot in the top four. But don't worry about the Tennessees and the LSUs just now. If you're TCU, just keep your head down. And they won uh, defensively, beating Texas 17-10. to And that leaves us with college soccer. And we're going to talk to Katie Shields here in just a minute. She is the head coach at St. Louis University. Her women's soccer team lost yesterday one to nothing, and I commend her for sticking with her commitment and staying with us and talking about it here on Sports on a Sunday Morning. We will do that. Tough loss, end of the season. But I would direct you to Herman Stadium in less than two hours because the men play Loyola at noon today for the Atlantic 10 Tournament Championship. Yeah, it's a little chilly out there today, but the sun is out here in downtown. I'm looking out to the west towards St. Louis University. It looks pretty good. I mean, I'd get out there and support the Billikens. They have one of the best soccer programs in the country going right now, women and men. We'll take a quick break. We'll talk to Katie Shields. We'll have Travis Ford at 1030, Frank Viverito at 1045. And before we go to the Chiefs game, I'll give you my two NFL picks. I've been pretty good at these lately. So get your fantasy team and your uh, gambling dollars ready. I'll try to help you out. Back in a moment on KMOX from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. John Goddard. Big fly. Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. From the Stiefel Sports Studio, I'm Tom Ackerman, Blues coach Craig Berube. You'll hear his comments here in just a bit before the bottom of the hour after winning 3-2 to two over the Golden Knights in Vegas. Back-to-back wins for the St. Louis Blues. They had lost eight in a row. A team that had won 18 in a row, the nation's longest winning streak. Unfortunately, that came to an end yesterday, a one nothing loss to Memphis in the NCAA tournament at Herman Stadium, ending a phenomenal season for Katie Shields and her women's soccer team, 20-2. and And joining us is Katie Shields. Coach, thanks so much for joining us on KMOX. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. It's great to be with you. I know that this is hard to digest. Uh, We're not long from the end of that game. It's been less than 24 hours, just... How are things going right now after dropping one uh, in that fashion? Yeah, there's disappointment. You know, I think there's uh, we came up short yesterday after a, a tremendous run. But credit to Memphis, they they played us well. They defended their their tails off, um, and they took advantage of their chance. And so, you know, as everyone knows, in the in the playoffs game a moment and uh unfortunately you know we didn't we didn't take advantage of our moments yesterday but we're proud proud of the the season but definitely a disappointing end to it your style of play most of the year was well you're very very good defensively Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that did you feel good from that standpoint that you had a chance late in the game to continue this on we did. I mean, we'd only been shut out one time um, against, you know, Notre Dame, and they were they a one seed, still obviously playing on in the NCAAs, and so we knew our ability to score. We'd come from behind mo- many times throughout the season to win, um, you know, but again, credit to Memphis. They kept us, they stifled our attack, and we just weren't, we weren't our sharpest selves um, yesterday, but I, I do until that Five seconds, we're counting down. Um, you know, I think every, all of us believe that, that we were going to get back in the game. I should mention also that SIUE was in the NCAA tournament, and they were knocked off by Northwestern 3 to nothing, ending their season. That's the thing, is that you play all season. Well, we just saw it with the Cardinals. I mean, we had a magical ride with them. <laughs> I mean, all these things that happened, and Pujols hit 700, and Wayno and Yachty set a record, and everything from the start of spring training, you get chills just thinking about pools walking through the door and all this stuff. And then in a blink, it's over. It's just, I mean, I think that's, that's hard to take maybe for you, Katie, I'm just, I'm speaking for you. You're a coach. So, you know, you have a job to do and there's more to come and you're continuing to build. But I think you just have a heart for your players, particularly those who aren't going to come back. 
a hundred percent. And it is, there's, I'm not going to say we're the Cardinals and we have pools, but there's a lot of similarities in the threads. You know, we had a record breaking season and five consecutive championships. And so, as you said, you know, I, I get groundhog day. I do get to get up and, you know, get going again. And there's all, there is a next year, but for our, for our eight seniors that are leaving, some of them have been with the program six years. Um, they've just transformed it. And so, while they've achieved at the highest of heights, my heart breaks for how their career ended. Um, and to to end at home, you know, to be upset, it, it, it is heart-wrenching, but I hope they can realize that that one day, it doesn't define their careers um, or their the impact they've had in our program. What kind of impact have they had? I mean, if you really look back at the growth of this program, where is women's soccer at St. Louis University right now? I mean, it's it's astounding if you look to when the the fifth and sixth years came into the program i mean they they there was no championship pedigree um you know we were eking out winning seasons happy to be in the conference tournament and so what they've done is to make yesterday feel gut-wrenching and just a a terrible upset as being a two seed for us in the ncaa i mean that would have been unthinkable as they were freshmen and so not only we've got the leading all-time points leader graduating, we've got players, again, that have won. All they've done is win championships, go to the NCAA tournament. Um, but it's also the cultural legacy. I mean, they've conducted themselves with selflessness. They've led. They've served. Um, and they've really, really, you know, made St. Louis women's soccer um, one of the nation's elite programs. And then also culturally, I would put our culture against the best. And that's that's their work. So, it's a tremendous legacy um, that the farther hopefully we get from this loss, we can appreciate, but we're still feeling the sting today. Legacy has been a word that has been used a lot about these two programs. Great history, especially on the men's side with all of those national championships, but the women have emerged into a national power. And then you have Herman Stadium, Bill McDermott Press Box, the Legacy Center, the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center. Things are popping up all over the place over at this campus. It is. I mean, what a time to be a Billiken. And for example, I mean, our men, our men's soccer team, they're playing for a second consecutive championship today um, at noon at Herman Stadium. So we'll be there to cheer them on. Excited to see them return to the NCAA tournament as well. But it is, uh, we believe we've got the best college soccer environment in the country. And it's, it's all the pieces of the people that have come before us. And then the support we get from, you know, the, the institution, and also the community. It's second to none. Well, we appreciate your time very much. I was pleased to hear that you were coming on today after dropping one to Memphis just to be able to talk it through and and to hear you. And I wish you the very best in the future because I know great things are coming. And I congratulate you, even though it ended on that note, on just a phenomenal season, Katie. 18 consecutive wins, the longest string in the nation. That's something to be proud of. Thanks so much, Tom. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. There's the coach of St. Louis University women's soccer, Katie Shields. Travis Ford is going to join us in about five minutes on KMOX. Right now, I want to shift your attention to Las Vegas. Craig Berube and the St. Louis Blues, winners again. They beat the Golden Knights 3-2, to ending Vegas's nine-game winning streak. The Blues, I mean, it's not time to throw a party necessarily, but these are two good wins here. Here's the coach. Uh, yeah, the power play. We had the power plays early, and it would have been nice to capitalize on one of them. But we had some good looks, and then kind of became like um, maybe sat back a little bit, you know. But got it done. Big picture, what's the win? 
Well, we played really well for two periods. Like, the whole game, that guys battled and competed, and we played a smart game. Stayed out of the penalty box, you know, checked well. You know, did a real good job, not giving odd man rushes up like I talked about. And then offensively, I thought that uh, did some real good things in the offensive zone against, you know, they got a, that's a good defensive structure they have there. And I thought that we... Um, had patience and did a good job. You really had it humming in terms of the puck possession in the second period. Uh, that that uh, O'Reilly line with Labro and Saad, it's clicking pretty well, isn't it? He was good down low. I mean, you know, he he hangs on to them pucks, and that's important for O'Reilly um, to have that, you know, give and go stuff down there. So. And to have him on that line, it's allowed you to do what you want with your other line, so it's been good overall. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I, I, we got, we, I thought everybody was really dialed in tonight and contributed. O'Reilly was joking that uh, you guys haven't had much practice at protecting leads in the in the third period, but uh, I'm sure you would rather not have 22 shots against you. Yeah, um, they were throwing everything at the net. You know, we could do a little bit better job of, you know, making plays and advancing it more and, and making making play in their own end a little bit more. Does this kind of show that, you know? week ago we're talking, I know it's us, but the sky's falling, and now you beat the best team in the league. Well, we got to keep building. We're building, you know, we're doing a good job, and we're getting better. This is a better game than the last one, and we've got to keep getting better. We've got a tough opponent coming up. They do. They have Colorado tomorrow. The Blues will take on the Stanley Cup champions with Jordan Bennington, I'm assuming, is going to play in net for that game, and you know he's going to want to perform well against the Avs after getting run by former Avalanche forward Nazem Kadri. Now he gets the Avs, and this is exactly what the Blues needed. I know that 22 shots in the third period is way too many to be giving up, but Jordan Bennington stopped them all. And I really believe that a hot goaltender can fix a lot of issues. It's going to cause players to play better and to do a little bit extra to make things happen in their favor. And a hot Jordan Bennington is what you want right now. So perhaps that third period, as poor and as poor us as the defense was, and you heard Craig Berube allude to that, the fact that Bennington turned away 22 shots I think is a big deal. You're going into Colorado with the goaltender feeling good about himself. That's what they need. They need the goalie to steal a couple of games and get everyone playing better in front of him. I think that it would be the result. I'm not predicting that the Blues are going to go on a run here. I'm just telling you that hot goaltending usually is the quickest fix. It's what you need sometimes to turn things around. So the Blues win final 3-2 to two over Vegas. They play at Colorado tomorrow night at 8. Coming up next, it's the head coach at St. Louis University on the men's basketball side, Travis Ford on KMOX. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 10.32, I'm Tom Ackerman. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning, the home of St. Louis University basketball. And joining us on the line is the head coach at SLU. It's Travis Ford, his team victorious. Take a listen to this. Tried to fight over a screen, almost stolen away. Gets it back, no look, Jimerson for three. Bang! He got it! Ball game! 77-57, Jimerson with the trade. You're in with 13 assists now. It's always good when Bob Ramsey calls game. When, when he calls ball game, that's it. It's over. And uh, Travis Ford is with us after an 83-65 win over Evansville. How are you, Coach? Doing good. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Good to be with you. After you scored 91 on Murray State in your first game of the year, I was listening to the post game on radio, and I wanted to hear you specifically because I had a hunch. I said to myself, watch, Coach Ford's going to break this thing down. He's not going to be totally pleased with what he saw, surprisingly, to some, but not to me. Uh, because I, I know you and I know that you, how you analyze this team. And, and after a win over Evansville, I'm sure you have a few things to pick apart as well defensively. Let's start with the good stuff. Uh, Jimerson drops the three there. He scores 18. Uh, and you had five players in double figures. Yeah, that was the positive. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I don't think we played very well overall. Uh, not even close. Uh, but I thought, uh, you know, Gibson made some big shots second half, uh, you know, with, with under 10 minutes. I thought Francis Okoro had his best game that he's played in a long time, including scrimmages, exhibitions, and all that. I thought he gave us a uh, a post-presence, a presence we, we need to be able to score the ball inside in order to have an effective three-point, you know, the three-point line to be a weapon for us. We need to establish that inside game. And, you know, the first game against Murray State, Jake Forster did a good job. And then last night it was Francis Okoro. So we need those. We need that low post presence, that paint presence in order to open, hopefully open up a few things on the outside. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, he, he was the one guy I thought, uh, you know, played uh, overall really well. Uh, and, and Gibson as well, because Gibson's going back watching the tape. His defense actually wasn't bad, um, but uh, but yeah, it, you know, we got up fourteen to two to start the game, and uh, and was down at halftime. We got very complacent, uh, extremely complacent. Uh, started kind of um, forgetting that we had an offense, and started playing you know YMCA ball out there for a little bit, and that's just not going to cut it. How soon, and does it depend on the game, how soon do you go back and review tape? And, and what do you look for, especially defensively, like you just said? Yeah, last night, you know, we, uh, you know, I broke it down after the game. We watched it, and, uh, you know, it, 
we, we break it down. We'll show our team today all the positives on defense, all the negatives on defense, and then all the positives on offense, all the negatives on defense, and then rebounding clips. And, you know, this time of year, it's, very, it's not uncommon to have more negatives than positive. But as the year goes on, as we've told our team, we should be watching less and less negative clips uh, as we continue to learn. Um, so, you know, there, we'll break it down, we'll splice it up, and we'll show our team today. But, uh, but yeah, just not happy. Uh, you know, happy we won, excited we won, excited we were able to close it out. Uh, you know, but, you know, overall we didn't play with the, with the mentality, a, a team that's striving to become great. We didn't play with that mentality for 40 minutes. How do you get there? It does take some time, I know, but uh, when you look at your schedule, there's not a lot of time, is there? I mean, you want to absolutely make sure uh, that you're ready to go for great basketball teams that are on your schedule, and here we go. I mean, it, they're, it, not yeah. to slight yeah, anybody right. that, that you just played, but you, know, you yeah, got some teams coming. Yeah, there's no time right now. I mean, it's coming at us fast. Uh, high-level teams, extremely high-level teams over the next, you know, for, from this point on pretty much. Uh, so we got to learn quick. We've, we've got to, uh, we've got to improve in some areas very, very quickly here. Um, and I think we have it in us, no doubt. Uh, you know, we're not, we don't need to be perfect right now. We don't need to be our best right now. Uh, except for come Tuesday night, we better be our best. <laughs> uh, we're going to play a whole lot better, but, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of, you know, one positive is when we watch this tape, there's a lot to learn rather than if you go out and, you know, you win by 40 or, you know, you control the whole game. There's sometimes a little less to, to be able to show your team to learn from. But uh, right now there's a lot to learn. This Memphis team won its uh, game against Vanderbilt, uh, 76-67. That sounds close, uh, but they never trailed in that game. And they actually hadn't, uh, this surprised me, they hadn't played Vanderbilt, who is an in-state school like them, uh, since 2005, uh, but they got together, they scheduled the game, and the Tigers beat the Commodores 76-67. DeAndre Williams with 17 points. Just your thoughts on this opponent. Yeah, that was at Vanderbilt as well, uh, and it, it really wasn't that close. I watched the game uh, last night. It really wasn't that close. They were in control the whole game. Uh, Vandy got hot in three-point line in the second half to – make it look like it was close, but it was never close. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, a, 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 as you would expect from a Memphis, the ultra, ultra team went out and got what some consider the number one transfer out of the portal, the player of the year out of the AAC, Kendrick Davis. Uh, they got the best player off UTEP. They got the best player off about three teams, high-level teams, and you added them with DeAndre Williams, who was a load at the four spot. He was, very, he was a veteran player at the four for Memphis, returning point guard for Memphis, Lomax, and then a 6'11 center in Dandridge inside that is a just a, a monster inside. He's very, very talented and has gotten better. He's really gotten his body in great shape. But they went out and got the best transfers in America. And, uh, you know, this is uh, – you know, and Penny's done a great job. Penny Hardaway's done a great job putting these teams together, and he's done a great job coaching them. And, uh, you know, so we're going to have to play better than we've ever played, but we, I think we have it in us. We need a packed shape. It's arena uh, as much as we can. We're going to need every advantage we can get. It should be an exciting game. 
but this is, you know, a, a high-level Memphis team, no doubt about it. This is an 8 o'clock tip, which I like. Uh, I think it's an even better chance for people to get in there. They don't have to deal with the traffic. You can go grab a quick dinner near campus, get over there, get in, and get ready for a big game against Memphis, who who just, as you mentioned, went to Memorial Gym at uh, Vanderbilt and showed that they can win on the road. So they're going to come into Chaffetz Arena on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, ready to go, and I know that SLU will be ready to go. Now, you look at your team, you've been able to score the ball. Uh, Defensively, we touched on that. Mostly, uh, where else uh, do you have your focus right now in terms of trying to shore things up? Well, it's it's the consistent mentality we need to play with, uh, first and foremost. Uh, Every second of every possession. We're just not. We're taking too much for granted right now during, during the middle of games, during the middle of possessions. Um, you know, we're picking and choosing how hard we play at certain times. And uh, you know, I've seen that in practice. I've seen it, um, and, and we've got to. You know, that won't cut it with the schedule we have. You know, even though we're out rebounding the first two games, here, we're out rebounding opponent by an average, I think, fourteen a game. I'm not real happy with our rebounding, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, uh, especially on the offensive end, we need to do a better job of, uh, you know, rebounding the ball offensively. We're missing enough shots that we should be able to go get more. That's a mentality. I think rebounding is, is a total mentality. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, those are some areas. Last night I thought we were careless with the ball. I thought, you know, we got away from running our – when we got a big lead, we got away from running our offense. We came – we started looking for home run plays rather than – looking for singles and doubles and moving the basketball. We just came down and tried to make a one spectacular play uh, and it allowed the other team to get back in the game. So yeah, a lot of areas for improvement for us right now. Gotcha. And I see that, you know, you made all your free throws. I mean, but you were 10 for 10. You'd li- I'm going to assume you'd like to get to the line a lot more than that. Yeah. That, that's a disappointment, uh, a huge disappointment. Again, I think when you look at the free throw line, it's a mentality of how you're playing. Um, usually if you're shooting up around 20 or more free throws, we want to shoot 22 or more a game. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not there, you're not play, probably playing a physical game. You're not probably being aggressive enough. You're probably playing soft a little bit on offense and, and not moving the ball. You're not getting to the foul line is a product of shooting quick shots usually. And, uh, you know, love that we made 10 out of 10, but not happy at all that we only shot 10 and another stat that I was ext- I'm extremely upset about. And it's another, it's another, uh, um, a, a physical side, an aggressive side is we only turned them over five times. Yeah. Uh, you I know, was just looking at that. Over five times. I mean, that's not good enough. <clears throat> no, I was just looking at that exact thing. I, I was, I was like, am I seriously missing something here? They only had five turnovers Evansville. That yeah. You know, so and Yuri had five on his own. Although it's Yuri, I mean, you know, he's trying to to force the issue yeah. and make things happen. He had yeah. zero in the first game. Just so, how is your star point guard looking so far? Great, you know, he's doing everything. You know, we it's all. I mean, we we expect so much out of him, uh, and and I've got to check myself because I think he's so great, and I I love him so much, and I, I just you you almost expecting to make every right play every single time. Um, and I've got to hold myself like, gosh, you know, he's playing pretty much the whole game, 
the ball's in his hands. We're asking him to lead us on offense, be the best defender on defense. There's a lot to ask there. And uh, I thought he was tremendous. Absolutely. 13 to five. It's tremendous. Uh, and, uh, you know, shot wasn't falling last night, but I watched the tape. I thought he took all good shots, except for maybe one, but uh, I thought he took all good shots. I just didn't just rolled off the rim. They were there, just rolled off. Uh, but Yuri Collins always gives you a chance to win. His toughness, he usually makes a big play. He'll usually make a big play for you. He makes so many great plays, you know, with the ball in his hands. His teammates trust him. But, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy with Yuri. Travis Ford, our guest on Sunday mornings at 1030. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate this time, and best of luck Tuesday against Memphis. No, I appreciate it. Just uh, hope we pack this place out, uh, shape it. You're going to see a high level, you know, early in the season here. There's not a ton of, you know, you look at it, this is a high-level college game. So hopefully everybody comes out Saturday or Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here in shape. It's against a really good Memphis team. It's going to be nationally televised on CBS Sports Network and, of course, right here on KMOX. Coach, thank you. Thank you. Great to hear from Travis Ford, head coach of the Billikens, on sports on a Sunday morning. Here we go. Frank Viverito wraps up our show with details on the Musial Awards and one of the biggest names ever to take that stage. Next. It's a gutter. Big fly. Nolan Arenado. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. Welcome back to sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back. Tom Ackerman with you. Before we get to Frank Viverito, I have to give you my NFL picks. Here we go. And a key block by the left guard, Tom Ackerman. And right here, let's go downstairs to Bonnie. Marv, if you remember that uh, big run Robert Holcomb had on the first drive, one of the guys responsible on help busting him loose was Tom Ackerman. Tom Ackerman up front, and this is a unit that has played very well. A good night for Eddie George. 21 carries, 74 yards. The left guard, Tom Ackerman, with the block that, that set him free. It's a first down. All right, Marv and Bonnie. Right there. Thank you very much to both of you. Uh, here we go with the picks. I've been good at these lately, so that's why we're keeping them going. I had the Chiefs uh, and the Titans last week. I had the Titans covering the 14 points. They did easily. I told you to take the Titans and the points. I had the Bucks minus three. They ended up in a push there. I'm sorry about that. So nobody won anything there. The Bucks won by three, 16-13. Here's who I have this week. I always give you the two late games, the ones that you'll be able to see everywhere. Fox 2 has Dallas at Green Bay. Love Dallas in this game. Dallas minus 3.5 at Lambeau Field. Take them. They've won six of their last seven. Uh, the night game, Chargers at San Francisco. The Niners, 7.5. Oof. 7.5. I'm going to go Niners. I hate that half point, darn it. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go seven and a half. I'm gonna give it to the Chargers and take the 49ers at home tonight. Good luck there. That one's on NBC. Hello, Frank Viverito. How about that as an intro? My dear friend. You know what? Uh I just I had to do it. I had to give my pick. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> Thank you for not asking me to give you my NFL picks because I don't have any. I don't, uh, that's totally fine. You know what else is scary is when I gave Ethan, our producer, your home number, I almost gave it, I'm almost embarrassed to say, I almost gave it by memory. That's how long I've known you. 
<laughs> that is an honor. I, I am privileged uh, for you to know that number. Thank you. I looked at it. I looked it up in my phone just to be sure. But I've called you so many times through the years, yes. and I will miss yes. you in this role as president of the St. Louis Sports Commission. Although I know that you're going to be part of the St. Louis sports scene, you are stepping away and letting Mark Schreiber take the reins. Y- yes, I am, and 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 our board has graciously allowed me to to retain the the uh, title of senior advisor oh. and you know that Mark Schreiber and I have worked together for 25 years and so I'm so excited to be able to kind of ha- hand him the keys and let him drive but but I'll be right there next to him to 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 support and and to ask for support because uh, I'm so proud of what we've achieved together. You have, and I believe that of all the things you've done, and you've attracted great events to this city, uh, both of you have, along with Chris Roseman and so many other people, um, but I truly believe that one of the crowning achievements of your career is creating this award ceremony with the blessing of the Musial family. It is the Musial Awards. It started as the National Sportsmanship Awards, and it has blossomed into the only nationally televised event in St. Louis all year. It'll be on CBS Christmas Eve, and it'll be recorded at Stiefel Theater this Saturday. And and not only that, but it, but I, I believe it's the only uh, event of its kind in the world in that it is 100% focused on on elevating and celebrating good sportsmanship, and and these are the preeminent sportsmanship awards in, in the world. We call them the most important award in sports because we believe that sportsmanship is the most important part of sports. And I can't wait until next Saturday. You have dropped some big names through the years to get people's attention, not to leave anybody out, but Wayne Gretzky, Arnold Palmer. Uh, Carl Edwards, you've had some huge names up on stage, the biggest in their profession, and here you go again. Albert Pujols will be honored on Saturday, Frank. The the awards could go on for a hundred more years, and I don't know that we'll ever have a a moment that will be quite like you know the the Musial family and and Albert Pujols together on stage to cap off next Saturday night. That the respect that that those guys both had for each other, um, it, it 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 is uh, uh, it, it is unique, and and to be able to celebrate that on the heels of the incredible career and the incredible year that that Albert had, um, I get I'm like having chills just thinking about it. I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't want to be there to see that. Albert Pujols is receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, Pujols has had a remarkable career. He has officially called it a career, but it's not just for his work on the field. It's off-field and what he has done with his Pujols Family Foundation. It's it's those two things on field and off field, but but it's one more thing, and and it's what's inside of you, and and that's kind of as 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 different as as Pujols and and Musial were in terms of their batting stance or, or their you know what, what their foundations have done. It's the same thing inside. Is is you cut those guys open and it's all heart. Okay, like that's all that's inside of them, and and that's part of what we um, celebrate at the Musial Awards, and that's our message: is is that that everybody can can be a good sport, you know, in their own way. And and then if I told you that the other seven honorees that we have next 
weekend are, are all the stories are just as good, if not better. And and I remember the thing that 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 Wayne Gretzky said last year when he came up on stage. He said, "I'm just a hockey player. Janet is just a dancer. We don't belong on this stage with all this greatness." And and that, that just warms my heart because that's our message. Anybody can be a good sport. That's really well said. You will be blown away, folks, by these stories put together by Mark Schreiber, Mike Bush, and a host of others at Stiefel Theater this Saturday night. I cannot wait to be there with my wife, Angie. We are going to have a great time. And by the way, there's another huge name up there. We have about a minute minute and a half to go. But Warwick Dunn is one of the greatest running backs in NFL history, top 20 all-time in rushing and all-purpose yards. Uh, Over 10,000 rushing yards, I believe the smallest guy ever to do that. Uh, incredible football career at Florida State and in the NFL, but but as a human dwarfs his achievements on the field. The story that we're going to tell about what he has done and how he has put his talents to work for humanity is, is an incredible story. And I also have to tell you how many tickets are left for next Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It's 41. Okay? okay. 41 tickets. I believe they cost $22 a piece. It's the best $22 you'll ever spend. They should be snapped up before our call is over in 30 seconds. 41, that was Yachty's uh, old number. So <laughs> let's get that down to four, uh, Yachty's uh, final number. But I, I really look forward to this. Those should be snapped up. Only 41 tickets left. So how do you get them, Frank? You go to musealawards.com. Yep. Yeah, musealawards.com. The tickets are available. Uh, you know, it's through Ticketmaster at Stiefel Theater. You can get them at the box office. I, you know, I don't expect that they'll last too long, but I'm so happy to be able to say you can still come to the show if you'd like to. And that phone number is 314-345-5111. 314-345-5111. Showtime is 615. Be in your seat well before that, because, again, this is a big-time TV show on CBS that we will be recording at Stiefel Theater. Frank, all the best to you. Thank you for being with us on KMOX as always. And Tom, call me anytime. <laughs> I have the number memorized. I know. Thanks. There we go. The Musee Awards presented by Maryville University at Stiefel Theater, Albert Pujols. Thanks for joining us on KMOX. The Chiefs are next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.